Hey, everybody, welcome back to another week at Faith Over Fear. I hope everyone had a good week last week into the weekend. I hope you had a great weekend. I know in our household, our oldest son turned seven. So happy birthday to my son, my oldest son. Um, it is definitely making me feel a lot older. <laughs> Thankfully, we started having kids young in life, so I don't feel too old yet. But however, just want to say happy birthday to my son. Last week, we talked about living out a life of faith boldly. I hope last week really encouraged you guys. I hope that the scripture we used encouraged you guys. And I hope that um, each week that we come to you with this pod- podcast, that we can address situations in society and in politics full of faith and bold faith and do it rooted in the truth of God's word. So I hope last week helped you guys out. Before we get into this week, I want to give a shout out to my beautiful and talented wife. A lot of you, if you're following us on social media, if you're following us on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, um, now that we're on YouTube, hopefully a lot of you guys, you can watch our shorts and you can watch every episode on YouTube. But if you've been keeping up with it and you think, man, these commercials look cool or these ads look cool or man, you know, the intro is pretty cool. All my wife. All I do is talk. That's kind of my thing. If you know me personally, I've always been a talker. Hard to shut me up. So just want to give a shout out to my wife because I couldn't be here and I couldn't do all of these, these things and reach the people that we're reaching without my wife. So I just want to say thank you to her. Thank you to God for blessing me with a just beautiful and talented wife. So this week I want to get into, we're going to get away a little bit away from, um, I don't want to say get away from it. This week we're going to be a little bit heavy in the political social landscape side of things. Um, and obviously everything that we talk about, I try to bring back to our faith and I will again try to do that at the end of this episode so this week we're calling it free speech and elon musk and i know a lot of you listening as you probably already know elon musk um his twitter deal went through he has been lighting up the social media world he's been lighting up twitter um regardless of what you think that's what he's been doing um he released some pretty big news last friday in regards to the hunter biden laptop and the censorship of what of of that whole story and what the news did leading up to the 2020 election. And so to start out, I just want to start with you know, what is free speech? I just went to Google, got a quick search, what is free speech? It said free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference and restraint by who? The government. And I think that that is so key and it's so big for what we're talking about this week and what's going on in the um, social media realm, honestly, the political realm in America as well. So remember that it's free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. What's the First Amendment? Congress shall make no laws against religion or prohibiting the free exercise, therefore, of abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people to peacefully assemble. And, and to petition the government for redress of grievances. So when you put these two things together, what is that saying? It's pretty much saying that we have our freedom of religion, and, it's got our, and we have our freedom of speech, and to peacefully assemble without restraint, censorship, or interference by the government. Now, just to take a pause before we get into it, but a lot of you might be listening to this and going, well, that doesn't seem like we've really been having that the last couple of years, and I would agree with you. We've had a lot of government interference in a lot of different realms on this, one obviously being the news media 
Now we're finding out that it's social media. Uh, they used the essential list, a quote unquote, essential list to close down places that the government didn't deem essential during the COVID lockdowns. So we saw an attack on the church there. So we saw all these attacks, right? It pretty much is about freedom. And we're watching our freedoms be attacked. But this week we're talking about the freedom of speech and how it's under attack. And it is under attack. So a lot of you know that if you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, it actually happened to us last year when we were talking about some COVID-19 things. We were, you know, we got, um, I can't remember how YouTube says it, but they pretty much took the episode and they um, they said, you know, they blocked us for that week and that episode. Um, so it's been happening. And a lot of people are going, well, why is it happening? And they say it's because they're trying to shield everyone from false information. But here's the thing. In this country, we are allowed to say whatever we want to say. I can literally go out on to the thousands of people that hear this podcast if I wanted to and say that the sky is red. And it is red. And there's nothing you're going to do to show me that it's not red. Now, we all know that that's not true. You can go outside and look at the sky and know it's blue. So we all know that that's not true, but I have the freedom to say that, even though it's wrong, even though it's inaccurate, even though there's nothing to support what I said, I can still say it. And that's the beautiful thing about this country. However, when you get into social media over the last couple of years, social media has these big tech companies have taken it upon themselves to fact check and silence people that they don't agree with. That they don't want you to hear, and so what does that look like? Where does what's the big issue with that? The big issue with that is is you covered up the Hunter Biden story, you know, weeks leading up to the twenty twenty election, and if majority of Americans they actually took a poll, and I can't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head, but they took a poll months after the twenty twenty election, and there was thirteen percent of people said thirteen uh, percent of people who voted for Joe Biden said that had they heard that story in its entirety, they wouldn't have voted for him. That's a big swing. That man wouldn't be in office and we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in in the country right now. So why is it important? It's important because Americans aren't getting the truth. Americans aren't. And I'll take it even beyond the truth. The truth. Americans aren't getting every bit of information and every anything and everything that everyone's saying and being able to look at it for themselves and do their own research to determine what's true and what's false. Because they're not allowed to see it. And so that brings me to Twitter. So what is Twitter? It's an online news and social networking site where people communicate in short messages called tweets. It is an online news and social networking. Remember what the First Amendment was? Freedom of speech and press? Yes, that's correct. Yet, our politicians in this administration has, put it, has, has brought it upon themselves to go into these tech companies and say, hey, you can't say this, and you got to hide everything to do with it. And now we've already talked on this podcast, and it's already hit news uh, networks months prior that Mark Zuckerberg came out on the Joe Rogan podcast and said, yeah, the FBI came in and told me to, to hush the Hunter Biden story. The FBI told him to come in and do that. That's ridiculous. That is, that's election interference. That's lying. And the FBI should have to answer for that. But now we're going even further. So the the Daily Wires, they've now reported on Elon Musk releasing all the documents 
on what Twitter did to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story. The headline says Musk releases Hunter Biden files. Tweets deleted at behest of team Biden executives was key behind censorship decision. And I encourage you, I encourage you guys, the dailywire.com, go and read this article because it's it's astonishing what happened over the last several years. It is just mind-boggling. And so as you read through the report, I want to pull out a couple things that I think are like the main points. I think they're they're uh, the the most important part to me of what I took away from it. It said that both parties had access to the tools that they were using to censor them. However, they said it was extremely unbalanced. They, who, and when I say they, the politicians, the political parties, they got to use these tools based on how many contacts they had at Twitter. Well, everyone knows that Twitter is, they were a far left. A lot of them were left-leaning individuals. So who had more contacts? The left. So they got to get in and manipulate the information way more. And I don't think that anybody should be doing it, personally, right or left. I really don't care. And it says that they both had access to the tools. But again, it said it was extremely unbalanced. And and here's the numbers on how it was unbalanced. It said, uh, uh, this is, I wrote this wrong. I apologize. This is the money donated to Twitter. And this is how it was broke down by recipients and what party they aligned with, right? So it pretty much who was using it and who was going to Twitter and saying, block this story. In 2018, 96.38% of the funds were used for Democrats, where 3.62% were Republicans. Two years later, 2020, right before the election, jumped up to 98, almost 98.5% Democrat, 1.53%. Republican, and then in 2022, an astonishing 99.73% of the money and of the contacts were used by Democrats and by Biden administration, where 0.27% were Republicans. Now, I said it a minute ago, I don't think anybody should be censoring out of the government. I don't care what party you're with, but you can't tell me that the party's screaming that our democracy is in danger because of the Republicans Yet when you look at the censorship levels, they're the ones doing it. Who's trying to end democracy here? In 2022, it was 99.73% to 0.27%. A quarter percent of the funds and the resources used to censor stuff went to Republicans. Astonishing numbers. Astonishing numbers. And so what does it say? To the whole article, they they had that members of the Biden administration leading up into the 2020 election and even going into his presidency, they were blocking stories from the American people. Why? Why? That's my question. And no one wants to answer it. And I hope and I pray that if wrongdoing was, if there was wrongdoing by the Biden administration and by the, and by the, and, and by Biden and the Biden family, that he, he have to answer for it. And so here's what we know, that the Hunter Biden laptop, it was true. It's real. It exists. The things that he were do- was doing was real. It exists, and they were bad, and they were wrong. And now what we know is Joe Biden was profiting from it. The sitting president of the United States was profiting through his son's illegal dealings. Unprecedented news. 
unprecedented. I mean, nothing. Well, we've never seen anything like this. And it went even further. They said that Twitter took extraordinary steps to suppress the, the Hunter Biden story, said that they even used tools reserved for extreme cases like child pornography. So these, these tools that they use to prevent people from seeing child pornography. Now, this is the company. This is not the government. I agree with this. As a company, as Twitter, you should not be allowing child pornography on there. That's ridiculous. So I agree with that. And that's not the government's doing. But what they're saying is, is that Twitter used that same tool, which was reserved for something as awful as child pornography, to block the Hunter Biden laptop story. That's where we're at in society. That's where we're at in politics. That's where we're at with our government. That's where we're at with our media. It is corrupt at the highest level through politics. It breaks the First Amendment. It goes against our free speech. It goes against our rights as Americans to get news and to get information and to make our own judgments on what we see and what we've learned. It goes against all of it. And I'm going to tell you guys, it's a scary spot to live in in a country where we, where we can't get the right information given to us because the powers that be. That doesn't sound like the United States to me. That sounds like communist China. How close are we? How far have we gone to where we can't even let our people see the news, see what's really going on, and make their own judgment. That's where we're at. And I think it's a dangerous game to play. And so going through all of this, I just want to finish out by saying the Hunter Biden laptop story is true. Twitter released everything. And I would say go to the Daily Wire. That's where I get my news. I don't trust any of the big guys. Find someone that you trust and you know is giving you you know, reliable information, stay close to this story because I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be historical. I think what we're about to see, what we're about to witness, I think it's going to be talked about for, for centuries to come if we're still here and Jesus doesn't come back. So saying all of that, I want to encourage you guys, continue to pray for our leaders. Whether you like them or dislike them, pray for them. We've talked about it in a podcast before, but God wants those people's hearts too. God loves them too. Whether we like them, dislike them, agree with them, disagree with them, whether they're evil or good, whatever you want to call them, we still need to be praying for these people in leadership. I pray every night that God humbles their hearts. I pray every night that God's will be done in their lives and that they humble themselves before the Father. I pray every night. And so I want to encourage you guys to do the same thing. And then most importantly, just continue to pray in general. Pray for our country, pray for our leaders, pray for our military, pray for our churches, pray for our schools. Like I said, we're in unprecedented times right now. We're seeing things done that's never been done before. And it is dangerous, but it's not outside the reach of what God can do if we humble ourselves and we pray. And so I want to encourage you guys, and I say this almost every week, dive into the word, dive into prayer, and live a life rooted in in the truth of God's word. It's important that we all do this together. I appreciate you tuning in this week. As usual, find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We are now streaming on YouTube, and I'm kind of trying to make a big push for it. So if you guys are on YouTube, go hit the subscribe button. You can watch our shorts. You can watch our episodes and just join the journey. Share it with your friends and family. I appreciate it, guys. Love you, and we'll see you next week. Oh,